0: Let's talk Tanya for the seventh of Tammuz. Today we begin the third part of the book of Tanya, known as Igarus Hatshuva, which translates literally as the letter about tshuva, but it comprises basically a um, twelve chapters, which explain to us the mystical and Hasidic significance of tshuva. When the Rebbe first published Tanya in 1796, as we mentioned when we started the second part of Tanya. The Al-Turabbi published two parts of Tanya. L'kutiyah Amarim. the first part, 53 chapters. The second part, Sharyuchud Vamuna, 12 chapters. And those two parts, the first part of Tanya was um, about our behavior, thought, speech, and action, also a little about our feelings. The second part of Tanya, Sharyuchud Vamuna, is all about our perspective. It is the philosophy of Chabad, how we view um, God, how we view the world's creation, monotheism, etc. Two years later, the Alter Rebbe republished Tanya, and this time he added a third section, which is the current section, which we're going to be starting to learn today, um, Igaris Hatshuva. And for the duration of the Alter Rebbe's lifetime, Tanya consisted of these three parts. After his passing, his sons added on another two parts of Tanya. We'll talk about that when we get there. But which is interesting to note that in the Alter Rebbe's mind, the, you might want to say the trilogy of Tanya was these three parts. Again, Lukuti Amarim. You might want to say the three pillars of Chabad Chasidus are um, or how to act, Haskalah, our understanding of God, and then Teshuvah. Or, or you could put it differently, perhaps, the Rebbe tells us what to think and what to do and what to do when we mess up. But this gives us a tremendous insight into just how important Teshuvah is um, to, the, to the Chassid. Um, In fact, in other places, in Chassidus, it's explained that the reason why, the very reason why our souls came down here into this world to inhabit our bodies is so that we should be able to do tshuva. In the higher worlds, we can be tzaddikim, we can be perfect people. But in order to have the advantage and the greatness of tshuva, for that we have to come down over here into this world. So, the Rebbe begins today's tanya, citing a teaching from the Talmud. And the Talmud tells us that there are... Three different types of atonement and shuva accompanies every single one of them. Meaning that there are three different types of mess ups a person can make. Each one has a different type of atonement, but each one of them must, in order to accomplish that atonement, we first must do shuva. And what are they? So if a person violated a positive command, in other words, the Torah says do something, and the person did not do it, let's say a person did not shake Lulav and Esregansukas, so the Talmud tells us that zaz misham that person does tshuva and is immediately forgiven if a person violated a negative command person for example ate non-kosher the Torah tells us to do something and the person didn't do it so then tshuva toila, the tshuva pens it's in limbo so to say it doesn't take immediate effect until Yom Kippur comes along and when Yom Kippur comes along that's when the atonement is finalized if however the person's violation wasn't an ordinary mitzvah but is in an area of a capital offense so then yom kippur itself also doesn't finish the job then what happens is suffering comes upon a person and once the person has that suffering the suffering cleanses the person and the atonement is finalized however what the Alter rebbe points out is that we say regardless of what the atonement is and how long it takes for the atonement to be finalized All of these are predicated on the fact that a person does tshuva first. Tshuva, which is commonly translated as repentance. And the obvious question is, what is tshuva? What is the tshuva which brings about the atonement? And that will be the topic of tomorrow's Tanya.